Moncrief on News Talk. A survey can just conducted in the UK has found that a lot of drivers there could be in a lot of trouble if their car gets in trouble. 45% of them didn't know how to change a tyre. 35% couldn't find the fan belt, while 13% don't even know how to open the bonnet. Dave Humphreys is a motoring journalist from completecar.ie. Good afternoon, Dave. Good afternoon. Do do, do any of those findings surprise you? Um, Yes and no. I think there's a growing number of, of drivers now that don't really know anything in terms of how their car works or how, you know, how the mechanics of it all want to be involved. And we see that even in terms of breakdowns. Nowadays, everyone has sort of breakdown cover. They're not going to try and open the bonnet and have a look at something themselves. They mm. generally just pick up the phone and ring somebody as a service and come and fix it. And yeah. that's it. So it doesn't entirely surprise me. But yeah. there are some basics in there that I think motorists really could do it knowing how to do. Yeah. And when it did surprise me about the, the high amount who couldn't even change a tyre. Because yeah. if you get a flat you'd be quicker just changing the tyre rather than Absolutely. waiting for somebody to come and do it for a- you. Absolutely. But the thing is now, there's a lot of newer cars don't even come with a spare tyre anymore. This ah. is the thing. So it's a couple of reasons behind it. A, manufacturers have realised that most people don't actually change the tyre. They just ring somebody and get them to come and fix it. So why are we putting a spare wheel in a car at a cost which adds weight, which also increases emissions? So that's one of the reasons why they're not putting them in. A lot of cars now have what are called run-flat tyres. The idea being that if the air goes out of it, you can sort of limp along to the nearest garage and then have it repaired. Or they'll also give you like a tyre repair kit, which is kind of like this aerosol gunge that you kind of push into the tyre valve and oh. then pump it up. And the idea is that, again, it's a, it's a, it's a Band-Aid. It mm. will get you to the next thing. But it's always great to be able to have that sort of basic knowledge to be able to do this thing yourself. Yeah, because I, I kind of wonder, is it a kind of just a reflection of the modern age where... where, where Probably if they did, and I'm sure there have been similar surveys, we ask people, do you know how to change a plug? Can you saw a piece of wood? And and we've got to the point now where we can't really do anything. You know, we just <laughs> yeah. get some, you know, get our, you know, somebody to come in and do it for us. Yeah, and with newer cars, even the car manufacturers are kind of making it harder for people to do that. They don't really want people working on the cars themselves. Obviously, they want you to take it to the garage. That's a, a, a fee-paying franchisee that, and mm. they'll do all the maintenance work on it. Some of the newer cars now, you can't even open the bonnet on. So there's new... Oh. Yeah, there's like Mercedes have a new electric car. You actually can't, even though it looks like it's got a full-size bonnet, you can't open it. So there's a little cover on the side that you open that and you want to top up your screen wash but that's it. The whole idea is that it's sealed and only the authorised garage is going to be able to open it. Yeah. So they don't want you to be able to open it. They don't. But if you open up any, and not even talking about electric cars, open up any modern car now and what you'll see when you open the bonnet is just a big sea of black plastic because it's all enclosed and there's covers in place because they don't want you to be in poking around at it. Yeah. Uh, and, And Tom on Twitter says, once out of warranty, I always serviced my own cars. Whilst under warranty, however, I reluctantly bring it to the main dealer for its required service every two years in order to maintain my warranty. Yes, that is a a condition of a lot of new car warranties that it has to be maintained by the dealer. But in some cases, it doesn't necessarily have to be maintained by the dealer. It just has to use the official parts. So if you have a Ford or Volkswagen, it has to be Ford or Volkswagen approved parts that you use. Mm. But generally, a lot of people do that. Once a car is outside of warranty, that kind of idea of having that kind of dealer stamp in your service book kind of goes by the wayside. And some people are quite happy to do these things themselves. Some people really 
really like to be able to do these things themselves. But equally, there are people that just have, I have no idea. I just want a car to drive and that's it. I don't want to get my hands dirty. So there is that aspect of it too. Okay, well, there may be kind of like a lot of kind of old geezers listening, you know, thumping the table and being outraged that people can't, you know, change the oil or change the tyre anymore. But, is, but from what you're saying is an argument like, why do you even need to learn those skills anymore? Is there any benefit to it? Um, with newer cars, not so much. It's like these days, the modern cars, there's so much electronics with them. It's not like the old days of doing the old points and doing your yeah. spark plugs and, <laughs> yeah. you know, doing the valve tap. It's, those kind of days are kind of long gone. And even when the cars go into a garage for a service, they're generally just changing fluids, swapping out parts. They're not sort of dismantling the whole thing and, you know, examining it very clearly. It, it's just... It case of how technology is advancing now. But there is that thing of, you know, people should be able to do these things themselves if they want to. It is easier to do it with older cars, though. Yeah. So so if you don't know, and there probably are a large percentage of people listening right now who don't know, where do you go and find out? Well, a great way. YouTube is a fantastic resource for this kind of thing because chances are, if you want to do something, somebody has already done it and there's a very good likelihood that it's yeah. also on YouTube. And the, the benefit of doing something like that on YouTube is that you can actually see visually. So you're not just reading you know, a manual or reading a book and trying to interpret it. You can literally watch it in front of you and see, oh yeah, that's that bit, that's this bit. So things like that can be really useful. And I would encourage people, like if you want to have a go at it, like, do have a go at it responsibly. You know, if, you, if you're sort of mechanically minded and you've got a couple of tools and you want to do something basic like an oil change, you can do it, but you've got to be a little bit sensitive about it. We don't want this to be like the start of an episode of Casualty. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's you know, so if you're going to do certain things, like if you do an oil change, doing an oil change on a car is generally probably one of the easiest things you can do. But there are certain things you have to do. Like if you're going to have the car up like on a stand, make sure it's secure and safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've also got a, the issue of like what you're going to do with the oil that comes out of the car so you've got to organise that you can bring that to your local most local dumps will have a, a, a recycling programme for that thing but it's just all these kind of things and some people love that they don't mind that other people uh, it's too much hassle I'll just rather go to the garage down the road and have them do it so. yeah. but certainly there are things that people can do it depends on the car itself and depends what you want to do but having basic knowledge of what certain things are in your car is really useful, especially if things start to go wrong. Sometimes you might suddenly notice a sound in the car mm, that you hadn't yeah. heard before and like, what's that? You know, and sometimes it can be something very, very simple to fix that you don't necessarily maybe have to go to a garage, yeah, but yeah. just something to bear in mind. Yeah, I, I was actually not, well, it was about six or seven months ago, but I, I, I my own car, which is an old car, but it just started making this noise and I thought a wheel was going to come off it and I had to pull into the hard shoulder, but it was just... I don't know what you call it. The bit underneath the car, the oh, front had, bit, yes. had just flapped out. Like the cover, I just, yeah. yeah, I just popped it back in again and it was grand. But, yeah, uh, yeah, things like that can yeah. happen and, and it's only it's a very quick fix, you yeah. know. Or sometimes you can get like a stone caught in your brakes and it's same thing. It sounds like the most horrific thing on earth. Yeah. But it's just a little stone gets caught in and sometimes it just needs to be knocked out or something like that. That's yeah. all it is. You know? uh, <laughs> listener says, during my test, when I was asked to point out where the oil went in, I pointed at the petrol tank. The tester just started laughing and shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a basic. Okay. You that, know. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's the Billy basis. So a part of your driving test for those who maybe have already had their licenses these days, you do have to have a certain degree of mechanical knowledge. So they'll ask you things like your store, your steering, your brakes, your lights, your horn, maybe where the oil goes, things like that. Screen wash. They are the basic things. Now, to be fair, if you lift the bonnet, which one of the things in the survey was people didn't even know how to open yeah, the bonnet. Yeah. So if you can figure out how to open the bonnet, when you do open up, generally you will see 
it's cr- pretty clearly labeled. You know, the engine is the big bit, but there's usually a bit that says oil. Yeah. So they do try and make it quite easy for you. But yeah, so having those little things. But there are there are little maintenance things that people can do year round. Um, things like check your tire pressures once a month. It sounds like a bit of a ridiculous thing, but it will improve your fuel economy. It will extend the lifetime of your tires, and it will kind of keep you in that mindset of. Oh, we do need to look after these things to a certain degree. Mm. And it's just kind of preventative maintenance. That's yeah, it's all. once a month you should really be doing About that. once a month is a good thing because you're even regardless of how much you use, use your car, they will sort of lose a bit of pressure over time. But literally pull into a petrol station and just top them up. For those who don't know, if you open the inside of your driver's door, generally there's like a little sticker on the inside that will tell you yeah. what the pressure should be. Yeah. Uh, the... <laughs> You see, this is like at the, uh, the the extreme end of it. I know a 24-year-old who threw away his tyre and wheel after getting a burst tyre. He, he never knew how to replace the tyre. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we do need a bit more education. You know, I know we do transition year projects, but maybe we need to do a little bit more. Dave, thanks very much for coming into us. That was uh, Dave Humphreys there, the motoring journalist from completecar.ie. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.